Welcome to the Battleground with J.D. Hall and Bryce Shaddy, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. debate show and tonight we're not alone gentlemen we have the founder alex burr with us oh, thank you hey. thank you you know former, it's, it's former a former host yeah i used to moderate this this shit and zach i hope you don't mind jd jd do you have an intro I, I don't know if you if you can come up with one but if you do please yeah. please please let us with the intro I mean, you know, I never plan on how it's going to happen and just come out. I got some. I got some. Now, to start it off, we have the core four at the one who going to get the job done, no matter where it's from. And please don't get number 27 from Utah in his way. Because somebody going to have a bad day. It's Mr. JD. <laughs> oh, man. At the two, he will shoot on you. And is very disrespectful, too. Especially at his house when he bring the crew. We got Mr. Zach Griffith. Uh, At the three. Coming for you. The man who loves to go against me. For some reason, he thinks he's the best at everything. Bryce Shaddy. Coming for the throne. And at the four. Knocking at your door. The only guy who can produce and get on every show even more than Bryce and Caleb is Alice Burr. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, man. We do, you know, we do appear a lot. You know, JD, I, I uh, forgot to tell you, I ordered you a city edition Rudy Gobert jersey. It should be here any day now. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> right with Caleb's LaMelo jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Waste the money, bro. Waste the time. <laughs> Zach, Zach, I think we got you an Obi Toppin Knicks jersey. Oh, hell. <laughs> I didn't even get him that one. Well, that'll make if for good firewood. I, 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 bought, I bought him and Jacob Keith uh, matching Frank jerseys. <laughs> Ricky smokes, so I'm going to watch it go up and smoke. That's nice. Uh, oh, boy. Well, guys, we are here. It's not our usual show. One topic tonight. NBA awards predictions. Let's do it. Now, we're going to go through executive of the year, coach of the year, MVP, rookie of the year, six man, most improved, and defensive player of the year. All the major ones. Uh, I'm going to start off small and work our way up the ladder. I'm going to go with six man first, and I'm going to start with Bryce Shetty. <clears throat> All right. Oh, I, well, I get to start off. I think this is going to be a consens- consensus pick here. I, I'll be honest I don't know. with you. So, I don't know. Zach JD. is in here to incite some chaos, it sounds like. All right. <clears throat> My pick for, for six man of the year so far, 
and who I think is going to win it would have to be Jordan Clarkson for, from JD's Jazz or, or from AB's Jazz yeah, too, yeah, right? It, it ain't JD's Jazz. It's AB's Jazz. <laughs> you guys are gonna <laughs> trust me when the call out corner comes. Up, you aren't gonna be saying my Jazz. That's all. That's all I'll say. Oh definitely, man, definitely hey, AB's Jazz. <laughs> hey, look, Jordan Jordan Clarkson has been has always been known to, to be a bucket getter, right? And, and everywhere sure. he's gone, he's been a bucket getter. And this year, he's averaging 18 points a game, shooting 45% from the field, 37% from three. Uh, chips in four boards and two assists, too. So, I mean, it, it's kind of like the perfect bench player, uh, especially for a team like Utah that, you know, when we look at small markets, usually they have a good starting five, but you, you really fall off when you get to the bench. You mm-hmm. know, and, and Jordan Clarkson's a big part of their bench. He, he adds that scoring element, can create his own shot, obviously scores – uh, a lot of points for them. He is um, the bench. So, yeah, he is the bench, essentially. How dare I, you disrespect Joe Ingles and Derek Favors? <laughs> oh, come on. Come on, AB. Let's be honest here. <laughs> but that, That's my pick for six, man. I think it's clear cut. Uh, I don't want to hear Lou Williams. I don't want to hear anybody else. No. Uh, Jordan Clarkson is it. Case closed, folks. Let's move on. Swing it to AB for this one. Six, man, Alex. All right, so for all, for all these, I'll list my honorable mentions first, then I'll go with my uh, with my actual candidates. So AB my honorable mentions now participation awards. <laughs> Hell no! Like, listen, <laughs> I, okay, sure enough to count. I will say Jordan Clarkson was obvious for me, so that he was my number one, all and right. then two for me was Thaddeus Young. He's been falling out in Chicago yes, this year. Totally has. Yeah, and then. The surprise one that I don't think you guys would see coming is Chris Boucher from the Toronto Raptors. Yes. Ah, I'm down for it. He has been an incredible shot blocker off the bench. He can't start because he's like a rail, right? But 13 points, six and a half rebounds, almost two blocks a game, and 23 and a a half minutes a game. So shout out to them. He's been very good this season. He's he's been very good. Thad has been ridiculous off the bench. Thad has basically become untradeable for the Bulls, which if you said that at the beginning of this season, I would have laughed in your face. And and then Clarkson, man, he is just a bucket. Like that jazz bench, I know you said he is their whole bench. Ingles, Favors, and Clarkson, that's an elite three-man bench unit. Like those three guys start on the majority of the league. So shout yeah, out to Ingles. Jenny, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Listen, you can hate on Gobert, but don't you dare hate on Derek Favors. That's all I'll say. That's a- I like Derek Favors. I thought he's always been a solid player. He, like he that, doesn't get enough respect. And Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal would be the starting three on most teams in the league. Not most teams, but half the teams in the league could use a guy like Royce O'Neal. Utah's very deep, but they couldn't. They wouldn't be this successful without Jordan Clarkson. So. Chris Boucher, like fifth or sixth in most improved voting, too. Yeah, somewhere in that. He's well, not in the top three, but. And we're not talking about we're not talking about Norm Powell from usually he comes off the bench, but he's been getting starts because of the bona fide first option, uh, you know, playing poorly this season. Never forget. Never forget Zach Griffin. I know what I said. (laughs) Pascal Siakam, baby. Wait, 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 wait. Can we please stop doing something right now? (sighs) Can we please stop giving a B a chance to talk about how good Utah is? (laughs) They have the best record in the league. Why do JD, like, go ahead and give your six man. Go ahead and like, give your yeah. six man. Like we already knew that A B was gonna take this time to just give love to everybody that they have, right? Like now the whole bench deserves to be <laughs> mentioned for honorable mentions for six. No, man. I did not say that. I just said their, their bench is very solid. I said they have one of the best bench rotations in the league. I heard I did not say favorite's name. I heard um who who else name he said? Royce O'Neal. 
George Niang. No. Yeah, George no. Niang. Former Pacer. No, 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 no. George Niang. <laughs> Listen, let's just get it out the way. It's Jordan Clarkson. Boom. He's a bucket getter. He don't pass the ball. He's out there. He's doing exactly what he's supposed to do for them, and he's doing great at it. There's no other way around it. I mean, I got him in fantasy. I know he putting up numbers. <laughs> Still need a right? point guard, though. Quick, quick correction. Royce O'Neal has actually started all 36 games for the Jazz, so I may have been off base, including him in the bench. But generally speaking, Utah's deep. So listen, I'm going to reward them. They've been the best regular season team, and they're probably if they face the Nuggets in the first round, they're fucked. Like, hey, let's say this. Can we talk about them for other awards if they worthy? I'm not going to talk about the whole team for six man of the year. No. I wasn't talking about. It. I was just saying they were a solid group. That's, uh, that's what's the right. next? What's the next get, award? Get yeah. off, hey, of your, get off for the Utah Jazz. AD. Hang on a sec. Oh yeah, Zach's got to give his. My bad, Zach. I just uh, got into you. Oh uh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I'm also, I'm not gonna go in depth, but as the moderator, I thought, yeah, you know, I'll give it. I'll give some. I'll give some of my picks. A little explanation. I also have Jordan Clarkson from the Jazz. I think he should have been a sixth man everywhere he was before this. When the Lakers tried to start him at, at the two guard, it was cute. It was adorable. It didn't work. <laughs> 18 <laughs> points per game off the bench. It's pretty damn good. JD, you have in fantasy. I'm sure you're loving life right now. Yeah, what, he got one job. Don't- hey, quite honestly, to AB's point, I don't think the Jazz would be atop the West without Jordan Clarkson. I think they would be a little lower down. I think yeah. It's just been that important to him off the bench. Yeah, no doubt. So, and I'm not saying like the Jazz's depth is like, you know, world beater. Like this is the absolute reason why they're winning games. But it's one of the reasons. I mean, they're, they're really good. Their depth is really good. So um, it won't be the only representation Utah has on my ballot because I, I have them winning maybe another award. And that's right. It's MVP. I'm giving it to Royce O'Neal. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and move on since Zach gave his pick. But I figured I'd throw that joke in there. Yeah, give, give it, give it to us, Zach. Moving on, executive of the year. Oh, Zach, you gotta let me go first. We'll start with AB then. Okay. So my honorable mentions are Sean Marks and James Jones. Um, James Jones has done a really good job turning around Phoenix in the last couple of years, especially getting Chris Paul. And then Sean Marks obviously traded for James Harden. My sure. executive of the year, I think it's obvious. Don't do this. It's no, yeah, no, mute, mute Bryce. Mute him right now. I'm not recording this, it's, so just mute it's him. It's Daryl Morey. All right, and I did mute Bryce. I didn't mute Bryce. I'll, I'll unmute him. <laughs> I'll ask him to unmute. But listen, just think about, yeah, but think about what he did, all right? Set your they bias aside, Bryce. last year. They weren't good. I mean, they weren't good, but this year, they're great because they brought in Danny Green and they brought in Seth Curry. Now, what did Eldon Brand do? Not either of those things. things. (laughs) Who would have thought that a guy would come in and turn around the whole direction of a franchise by just bringing in two shooters? Who would have thought? So, Daryl Morey, to me, is the obvious pick. I mean, maybe you guys could come up with something different. You know, maybe maybe JD has, uh, has whatever the fuck the guy that's in charge of the Bulls name is for executive whoa, of the year. Whoa, whoa, Arturis. Whoa. I just didn't remember, so. <laughs> just, me, because, just because I stick to the Bulls fan club <laughs> and then jump to Utah doesn't mean strike me down now. I mean, hey, I didn't give them executive of the year, so, you, you know, you got to give me credit for withholding on that. But, Zach, who do you want to throw it to next? Because that's, that's, that's my two cents on the executive of the year. 
Well, since Bryce's pick will be incorrect, I'll throw it to JD. Bryce don't know. Bryce don't know. But I know. It, I think this is even better than everything that Daryl Morey has done. Sean Marks. Ah. I got to give it to him. I mean, it was one thing to get Katie and Kyrie. He brought in James Harden. He beat out Daryl Morey to get James Harden. And you know what else he did? He said, you know what? I'm going to get him a coach. I'm going to get him a free-flowing coach who brought in the perfect guys as assistant coaches. Everybody talk about they defense, right? They can't defend. They can't defend. Well, why the hell they beating people? Because they scoring. Fast, quick, and efficient. I mean, Sean Marks brought in the perfect coach for this team because they got a guy that I've clowned multiple times looking actually valuable. Bruce Brown! (laughs) I told you! Uh, I told you! Are you apologizing to Bruce Brown? Are you apologizing to me and Dylan Hughes? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hell no, I ain't apologizing (laughs) to y'all. I'll apologize to Steve Nash because I didn't know you could make somebody like Bruce Brown look good. I didn't know that was like in your skill set. I'm used to you making guys when you're on the court look good. (laughs) But they got Bruce Brown. I looked at Bruce Brown and said, man, this, this guy really, he's really more than just running around out there. And then he pulled off the Blake Griffin move. I mean, and that's big. That's that's I, I, it's I yeah. think that just jump that just puts them in another situation. Oh yeah. The Jeff Green standing is really paying off. The Jeff Green standing is really paying off in my my opinion. You lost me. <laughs> I could see say, say say what you want. Say what you want. Oh. Jeff Green has been very good for them. I'm I think I think I think uh Shell March deserves it hands down. Okay, can I can I rebut? Because I agree sure. with most that I'm I agree with most everything JD said. But you could also say the same thing with the 76ers with Doc. I mean Doc has been a godsend for that team. Like they needed a guy like Doc because Brett Brown, God bless his soul, you know, he wasn't cut out to lead a winning franchise, I don't LOL. think. LOL. Like and I know Doc has had his issues, but he's a respected coach around the league. You know, he is leading a good group of veterans. Well, I can tell you one of his like, issues in LA. I'll tell you what he. I'll tell you what Doc has also done. Give me thirteen reasons. He, he he's blown. He's blown multiple three-one leads. Thirteen reasons why in LA. Oh, I, mean, I know we're not doing that. You thirteen because he gave y'all twenty-four reasons to love him in Indiana. <laughs> yeah, and then it dwindled down to 13, and now there's none. Oh, tough, yeah. tough, tough. But I mean, I, JD, I just I don't think you're off base, but I think that Daryl and um, Sean Marks should just like maybe if you have Sean Marks, like it's I don't think it's a blowout by any means. I think it's close. But I, I'm not going to argue with you having Sean Marks. He was second on my list. Yeah, nobody's I mean, gonna nobody's gonna yeah. be upset. You have Sean Marks. I mean, every, the Harden trade knows. alone. Everybody know how big I've been on uh, 
the 76ers uh, this season. You've been really big on them. I love what they got, but I got to take – I gotta take Sean Marks. He made more. He made more bigger moves happen since he's been there. Like he has just made so much happen. And with with Philly, the base was already there. Know what I'm saying? They had they they superstars already there. Doc was important because I mean Daryl Morey was important because he brought in the pieces to support them, right? And now we're not asking that question anymore either. Yeah. Like, we haven't yeah. asked that question since last playoffs. I think that's a, I, I I think never that's a big asked deal. It. I no, never asked it. <laughs> generally speaking, everyone shut up now. And they, they got to. Well, when you have Brett Brown and Elton Brand running the show, everybody can kind of figure out what the problem is. Bryce. Anytime. Anytime I, I, is yeah, Brett we need Brown. to get to Bryce. We need to get to Bryce because he's been holding his tongue. <laughs> Bryce, executive of the year. And why is it not Daryl Morey for you? Oh, it's definitely not Daryl Morey. No, no, no. Can I, can I, pra- Daddy I, will, I will give a little bit of praise to Daryl Morey. This is rare, folks. So you wow. need to take this in. You need to take this in. Wow. This is called witnessing history. Thought he was overrated, bro. Thought he sucked. Uh, he is a touch overrated. Yes. I will give him props for this. And maybe, maybe it's not a Daryl Morey thing. Maybe it's more of a Doc, uh, Doc Rivers thing. But nonetheless, I will give props to both. But I, I will single out Daryl Morey here. We have finally been able to see Joel Embiid's full potential fleshed out this season. Yes. And I am here for it. I'm here for it, guys. I love it. He's averaging, what, 30 points a game, 11 rebounds a game. He He's missed some games, which has been the biggest knock on him. That's been my biggest knock on, on Joel Embiid. You can't stay healthy, period. Yeah. And he's still missed games, but he's played an extremely high level. It's not, it doesn't take the crew of inside the NBA to call you out and clown you for you to show up and drop <laughs> a 40 point game. It doesn't take Charles Barkley anymore. He is consistently coming out and dominating like he should. Got him in fantasy too. And I will get, I will give Daryl Morey props for, for building the team around him and, and letting him go out and show us the real Joel Embiid. Now, Daryl Morey is not the exec of the year. I have to agree with my co-host, JD. It is Sean Marks, because when you are able to trade for uh, a, a top 10 player in the league and he actually wants to play for you, that's a beautiful thing, and we're seeing it. And then he just picks up Blake Griffin. We we hear rumors that he's going to pursue Andre Drummond. I don't know how all that money is going to work. I really don't. According to Allen well, Robinson, they're, they're going to buy. So if that if they do it, they're going to buy out Drummond. And I don't think there's no reason for him to go to the Nets. But continue, Bryce. I, I do want to say something about Blake Griffin when you're done. But continue. Yeah, on, that, that's fine. I mean, if if he were to pull off Andre Drummond, I think I think that's a wrap for Exec of the Year. I'll just be honest with you guys. Like I, I it's still up in the air. But if he gets Andre Drummond, it's a wrap. Hundred percent. I think it's a wrap already, but yeah, if they get Drummond, uh, yeah. So well, yeah. can I can I just say something about Blake real quick? Yeah. And listen, JD Bryce, I appreciate that you guys think Blake is gonna really help this team in a significant way, but man, when I watched the Pistons this year, with so you know Dylan and I do the weeks for the podcast, right? Like we do yeah. the team weeks. Yep. When we did the Pistons, we spent more time talking about Lob City than we actually did talking about <laughs> the actual <laughs> Pistons team because <laughs> they have been that bad. And Blake was still playing then. And let me tell you, he wasn't good. Now I think he's phoned it. I think he's phoned it in. I think he pulled a hard yeah. and he just did it silently. I think he I phoned mean, it. Yeah. But he's been tired of being there. Yeah, I was here, in Detroit, so nobody cared. 
But here's the thing, though. Like, what if his phony, like, he's had a ton of knee surgeries. True. Like, he never was really that great on defense when he was Blake Griffin. Like, yeah, he's a great, listen, I've been saying his destiny is to be like 6'9", Nick's Jason Kidd, right? Where he's just back and do- No, wow. it's not insult, though. But, like, Aww. he can make open threes. He can back dudes down. He's going to get the ball to the right place, right? I just don't know how that fits on this Nets team. I want to see it, right? Because I want to see Blake actually try. <laughs> because he's not he's- starting. I, but, like, I think that he's going to be, like, maybe not N- Nick's Jason Kidd, but, like, old Mavs, like, 2011 Jason Kidd, where oh, okay. he's not going to be, like, crossing you up and getting to the lane real athletically, but he's still going to be able to get to his spots. Again, I just don't know where that fits on this particular team. And maybe he will be better, but I just, I, I feel like I'm reasonable. It's reasonable to doubt what Blake can do. For I this think it's reasonable, it's, but it's reasonable. I, I, I think he'll be fine. I really do. I, I think I he'll agree. be fine. Because there's no pressure alone. on him. Yeah. He doesn't have to be the main. He's literally the fourth option. Literally. Not even a fourth. They go put Joe Harris over him. Yeah, I, and and when have we when have we ever said Blake Griffin is a fourth through six, uh, uh, position? Right? Never. Right. So this is new territory. I think he's going to thrive in that position. And when you got yeah. a, a GM that's that's an NBA champion like Sean Marks, it's going down, fellas. And, you guys know uh, Sean Marks was a champion. Do you know that? Oh, oh no. you know, I know. Yeah. JD JD knows. You know I know. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, Sean Marks would be a champion, baby. Well, which which one of JD's teams did he play for? <laughs> it's only it's only between two. <laughs> it's only two teams. Well, and you know it's not and Chicago. You know it's not Chicago. <laughs> you know it's not Chicago. So Sean Marks uh, rode Tim Duncan's coattails <laughs> to a championship. Got it. Oh, oh, man. Man. Come off come off five bench, Sean. Come off five bench, Sean. Hey, JD, you know what this means for Jeff Green? Minutes going down. He oh, there's the no- minutes to Blake. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm be real. Sean it's- Marks was in the league in 2011. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, for Portland. I just looked up his basketball reference. Holy yeah, shit. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it, New Zealander. He's not even American. He strikes me as a guy who played for like seven NBA teams. Hey, they might. Uh, close. He played for one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> hey, 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 Zach, this will be fun. This will be fun. Uh, which team drafted him? Knicks. <laughs> 1998. <laughs> 15. He was the 15th pick. In, oh, no, in the second round. In the second round. Sorry. Oh, okay, right, sorry. 44th right. overall. Sorry. Right, I read that incorrectly. Right. <laughs> but, Zach, let's go ahead and move on to your, your executive of the year, and we'll we'll go on to the next category. Well, it's Daryl Morey, and it's Daryl Morey Disgusting. because, look, he won it. This was his award to win the minute oh. he uh, traded Al Horford. Got <laughs> <This> is- <laughs> <laughs> off that award as soon as he traded it. Al Horford. Right, I'll give you that. I'll give it. you that. <laughs> They're just giving it to him right away. I mean, let's let's be real though. Josh Richardson and Seth Cur- or Josh Richardson and Al Horford were terrible fits with the Sixers, and now we're seeing them. Horford is thriving on the Thunder. Maybe not thriving, but Horford's playing well for the Thunder. He's and playing then for the Thunder. Richardson is you know is starting to kick back up in Dallas. Yeah. So listen, it worked out for all parties involved. So. It did, and uh, I mean, he put great pieces around the two marquee guys, like AB said. 
I mean, the, the, nobody's even questioning if they can play together anymore. It's just happening, and everybody's enjoying it. The number one in the East, they're ahead, even ahead of the Nets. Not by much, but they're ahead. Yeah, Danny Green and Curry. If you just say, hey, they added Danny Green and Curry. What an, what an improvement. They're going to be so much Seth, better. We knew Seth I, I was like going the there. I we like knew the Seth was going to go there. Yeah, Come we on. knew it. We knew And honestly, Dwight I Howard mean, has been pretty good for them. He hasn't yeah, been bad for them. He's got to start. Unless well, he's had to start. If he has a start, it's fucked. And let's be honest. Oh, oh. They're probably going to trade for Kyle Lowry. This. Probably. They, it's strong chance they do. But I got to say this. You know it is that... Um, that Doc Rivers move allowed for Ben Simmons to have a career night on the night Joe LB ain't play. He put 42 on Rudy Gobert head. And you know what he said to the you know what he said about the defensive play of the year that everybody liked talking about. He said, I thought it was disrespectful. They put it on me. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Two Doc defensive play of the year. Hey, shout shout out uh, Daryl Morey for hiring Doc and Doc saying go at him. Yeah, we hardly 40, even mentioned that he hired Doc Rivers. Forty two on his head. Yeah, forty two on his head. I loved it. I said, please, 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 <laughs> let him guard him every time they play. All right, guys, on to the next award: most improved player. Mm. And I'll throw it to JD first. You know, I um. My man was kind of boggled by this because it's it's a lot of different names you could throw out there. And the first name that everybody want to bring up, obviously, is Jeremy Grant because of the the difference that you see in him from just the stat difference, Denver and Detroit. Big time. But not for me. I got to go with somebody that even Zach has had to show love to. Julius Randle. Wow. I gotta go with Julius Randle. Totally fair, dude. Uh, totally fair. I gotta go with Julius Randle. I mean, I like seen you. the, I seen the, uh, potential in the Kentucky prospect, but oh yeah, Caleb Land. Yeah, Caleb Land. <laughs> I seen the potential in the Kentucky prospect. Dylan Hughes just turned the battleground who, off when he said who, Julius. No, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan actually had Randall as a snub candidate for the All NBA pod that we did yesterday. Wow. Oh. I, I was in shock. Like I had to like do a double take. I was <laughs> I was in shock. He had to punish himself. He, he didn't really mean it. He didn't really mean it. <laughs> but yeah, it's Julius Randall by far, man. I think. Uh, just look at how he don't not just the numbers. Look at how he's leading this next team. I mean, he's the alpha. Yeah, and he's gotten free reign to just be him. I I, I gotta go with Julius Randle and the Knicks five hundred playoff team. When was the um, last time Zach they can't stand it? What's the last time they was five hundred? He's probably when they drafted Sean Marks. <laughs> like, man, then a playoff team? It's been 10 years. Playoff team? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So that's a it's a whole other discussion. They, they may We're not, not here to discuss that. They, they may not, but the fact that they're in a the hunt, myself. the fact they're in a the hunt is enough to talk about. I mean, when was the last time the Knicks deserved breath? 
Oh, if they're in the hunt, the media just trips over themselves trying to get their takes out. But yeah, and that botch is better to... than Julius Randle. Oh my god! Or excuse yeah. me, the other way around. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. And they're in the hunt for Cal Larry and Victor Oladipo. <laughs> <laughs> they I heard go. LeBron's going there next season. And, and Drummond, they getting everybody who's on the market now. I will laugh if the the Knicks give up actual players for Drummond. I will just die laughing because they don't need Mitchell Robinson is better than Andre Drummond. Yeah, like classic they don't, Knicks move. They don't need Andre Drummond. Hey, we'll give you RJ for Drummond. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, wait, wait, wait. Going back to executive of the year, I just want to say, and you guys will have to rebut to this, Treating Jared Allen for 29 of the 30 teams would be a fucking stupid move. The Nets have so much talent that it doesn't matter. That's my statement. All right. All right. I'll say one thing on Julius Randle. Uh, I didn't know he was capable of passing like this. I literally had no idea. Is he your pick, Zach? Uh, he's not my pick. It was close oh, between wow. him and the guy I had winning. But Wow. Um, okay. I did pick him for All-Stars, and he made it right. Yeah, fair enough. Stuff. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Bryce, most improved player. Uh, I'm 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 going with JD's guy. Uh, I'm going with Julius Randle too. I mean, he's hey. a he's a triple uh, triple double threat every every night. It seems like uh, he averages 23, 11, and five. He shoots forty eight percent from the field and forty one percent from three. You look at him and you don't you don't get that vibe from a guy like Julius Randle. But I mean, his offensive production has, has been significantly increased. It's on my we, fantasy team. Uh, yeah, empty stat, you, <laughs> empty stats guy. I think yeah, is the baby. way you termed it. Yeah, baby. And uh, I mean, we knew Julius Randle could could uh, rebound, right? But to Zach's point, his passing ability. I mean, from what I've seen from Julius Randle, he's acting like the vet, right? You know, you yeah. know the the guy that these teams bring in. You know, where it's like, oh yeah, that's the vet. You know, like like David West when we signed David West. The, the Pacers signed David West. Exactly right. right. He was the safety blanket, right? That exactly free throw right. line jumper was money every time. And you knew it. Anytime anybody got in the truck, all right, give it to David West at the high post and let him shoot it, right? It's like, all right, give it to Julius. He'll make something happen. You know, he's just a playmaker. So I, I love it. I Give me Julius Randle for most improved this year. It's weird to think about Julius Randle that way, but he's been in the league for like seven years. Oh, I know. He is he the was, vet. He was so highly touted, though, and that's the problem with some of these high draft picks is we really don't see some of them go into come into fruition until a lot later. Yeah, you know, it, it's 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 weird because I don't feel like we see a lot of these right off the bat guys anymore. You know, no. like even Zion, like like yes, he's dominant, but is he as? It, <laughs> I don't He's know. not I feel who like, they tried to make. Yeah, him I feel like I, I, a lot of the times I'm wanting more, and maybe I'm wrong about that. I mean, but he's putting up like 35 on 13 or 17. Yeah, he's like he definitely yeah, deserved. He's been- He's been good this year. He definitely deserved the all-star spot. I mean, no, the way he put. Pl- no, <laughs> hell no, no. No, but like the thing was when we did our pod. Yes, he didn't deserve the all-star spot. But from like two weeks before that on, which is like half the season at this point, like. Yeah, he deserved it. He's been playing great. He's like 25 a game on like 50 on like 62% from the field over Devin Booker. No, but (laughs) I mean, listen, it's not unreasonable. It's it's not unreasonable that he made it. I'll say 
one last thing on Julius Randle. I can't, I think we always forget that this dude broke his leg in his first fucking game. First NBA. game. <laughs> and now he's just balling. Like, I don't think we've ever given him enough credit for like coming back from that. That's pretty, uh, that's like as bad as you can start in the NBA. But, uh, AB, most improved player. Well, you guys brought up Jeremy Grant. And to me, it's the obvious choice. Uh, my honorable mentions were Jalen Brown and, uh, Christian Wood. Christian Wood to me would probably be running away with it if he were as healthy, which right. is sad. Also, coincidentally, um, they're, the Rockets have plummeted since Christian Wood got hurt. <laughs> so I think he got hurt the day we released that power hour for the Rockets. And I think they won like a game or two. And then they, I'm pretty sure they are still on a losing streak. Mm-hmm. I think. Wait, so Julius Randle isn't an honorable mention for you? So, okay. No, Jeremy Grant. Not. Jeremy Grant made the improvement from role player to like at at worst the number two option right okay all right so Jim, for an award like this do you guys put an emphasis on winning because this this is definitely an individual award no like how can you because to an extent to an extent only because new york sucked and detroit sucked julius random doing what he do make them better and this is just making Jeremy Grant a hot trade topic. <laughs> so so if I can explain why I had Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's made the jump from like, I barely trusted him as the fourth option last year, right behind uh, Tatum, ah, Kemba, and Hayward. Alex. No, like I didn't. He couldn't dribble. Ah. He could No, this is Zach. He couldn't dribble last year. He now, now he can create for himself off the dribble. His pull-up jumper game is real. He is, at worst, a top 20 player in the league right now because of his defense. I am almost – I'm not quite there yet. JD knows I'm a big Tatum guy. I'm almost at the point where I'll take Jalen Brown over Jalen Tatum. I'm not quite there yet. I need to see a little – I know you have been saying it, but JD, you know for me to take this step is huge. Knowing me, you know me taking this step is huge. So I'm rewarding Jalen Brown for taking the jump from good to great. Cause that's what he's doing. Like last year, he was probably like a top, top like thirty, really close to thirty player in the league. Now he's top twenty, and like closer to fifteen. So that jump is really fucking hard to make. And I think the fact that he's made it so well and the efficiency has stayed practically the same. Like last year, he was shooting forty eight percent from the field on fifteen shots a game. This year. 49.5% from the field on 18 attempts, almost 19 attempts a game. That's almost four more shots and 24 points. He's getting to the line a little bit more and shooting about the same. Like that's what matters to me. Efficiency. Let's face it. Scoring numbers are through the roof right now. Right. Trey young in the normal era probably averages like 26 a game. Right. Just like to show like how inflated the stats are. But if you can shoot the ball, well, that's what matters to me. And I think that's why I like Jalen Brown and what he's been doing. He's been really efficient and he's actually making off the dribble shots. So you're a big CJ McCollum guy because he could, he's been, he he was balling his ass (laughs) off this year, dude. He was, I have a fantasy. Bro, dude. Like, honestly, Zach, it's crazy. He probably would have been the most improved player if he stayed healthy. Like, and he kept up that pace, dude. Yeah, he was, he was leading a team in scoring actually. Yeah, like he was averaging 26 points a game. Would have won it twice. That would have been the second time he won it, right? Yeah, it would have been. But he would have earned it. Like, again, the jump, like CJ earned a lot of respect for, like, 
he earned a lot of my respect last year in the playoffs and he played with the broken back. Like that's a really like, yeah, you know, tough. it's tough. And I, you know, I have to respect it. So yeah. Um, but Jeremy Grant to me going from role, like he was what Denver's fifth option last year, fourth, fifth. They fourth didn't know how the to most. Use him. Yeah. They yeah. Didn't know and how to use him. No, they didn't. Ne- from what I've seen from him, I believe in him as a first option now, like on a wow. shitty team. Oh, okay. All right. on, on like the yeah, Celtics, he'd be, he'd, Worst he'd be team a, in the league. Like, but the off the dribble injury. stuff, like it's real. Like <laughs> hey. he can, I think he could do take 18 shots a game and you'd be, you'd be fine on a contender. I don't think that's ridiculous. So that's why I think that jump is hard. And plus Jeremy Grant's teams, if you want to laugh, <laughs> he's been on the process Sixers, the gunning for triple double thunder. Uh, the Westbrook gunning for triple double thunder. He was on the Nuggets, <laughs> and now he's on this shitty Pistons team. Quite the assortment of teams. You, you you can't do nothing but improve. You went from trash to okay, you a little decent at moments to all right, just fulfill this role to the absolute hotbed of garbage shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow! If you win Detroit, you. Right now, all you got to do is come out and do whatever it is you want. What what Dwayne Casey go say? Hey, don't do that. Give the ball to uh, <laughs> Sadiq Bay. Uh, he was balling for a couple games. Yeah, he Eastern was. Conference Player of the Week, Sadiq Bay. To you <laughs> he, sir. Yeah, yeah over over Zach Levine, who had who led us to the same record, Give me giving them thirty thirty a night, thirty a night. Hey, anytime you can take a rookie who put 30 and seven on uh, on the Celtics, you got to do it. But yeah, Zach, what's what's yours in the interest of time? Well, here. it seems like everything sucks in Detroit, especially the basketball team. But uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, rookie of the year. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me. Let me we, we're not talking about yeah. rookie. Most yeah. improved player, Jalen Brown. Wow. Jalen My Brown. guy. They locked up your first round, uh, your first option. Yeah, he sure did. He sure fucking did. I mean, finally, finally an all-star status. Uh, I thought he probably could have made it last year, but he didn't. Uh, I don't think. I don't think there's six guys I'd take over him in the East. I, I like I have him pretty high up on the East power rankings for players. Interesting. Uh, Ab mentioned his scoring. He can score in a variety of ways now. Like last year, he's pretty limited offensively. Mm-hmm. And his defense has improved, and it has to because oh, yeah. their defense oh, yeah. sucks. Quite frankly, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you got Tristan Thompson running around up there, you're, you're <laughs> what are you doing? Aiden Pritchard's been their fourth best player. <laughs> oh man, for the majority of the season, A- AB couldn't stop, couldn't help himself with Peyton Pritchard. No, no, no I, knew, I knew it was coming. No, but like it's it's damning when a rookie point guard who's like six feet tall. Is your like is who's basically TJ McConnell that can shoot is your fourth best player? That's a problem. And here's my take on Jalen Brown: If the Celtics somehow get to the conference finals, which I don't think they will, as, they're, con- no. as they're constituted right now, unless they make some kind of trade. Stevens on the Heat hot seat. No, no. Uh, it will be because of Jalen Brown if they get to the conference finals. That's my take. Interesting. Absolutely. Okay. But they not get in there. No, no, they're not. Who can they? Who they gonna beat? Once they get booch, they can beat anybody, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Moving Boston on, rookie media. of the year. Boston no, media. No, no contest. 
No yeah, contest. This one should be, should, this one should should be, be unanimous. unanimous. Let's Hear say that. the name and yeah, keep let, it going. Yeah. Hear Let's that, Caleb? Name and keep it going. Yeah, Caleb Lynn. This is for you. Listening, Caleb. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not big on him, but I'm gonna take him up in fantasy. <laughs> I'm gonna take him in the draft. We'll just see what happens. I'm, I'm gonna take him in fantasy. I'm not big on him. I'm not a fan. Just objectivity. Hey, remember when he tried to trade him? <laughs> did he, you remember when he tried to trade him right before he started going off? And then, and then he never said a word about it. I like At Paul. All. I like Paul. I like him. Yeah, yeah, I like him. He's fine. He's fine. Paul is actually kind of good. I, I, I had to take my word back. He's kind of good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. So it's obvious our pick is Lamelo Ball. Oh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think we can just move on, quite frankly. Objectivity. Hey, he, he's pretty good. <laughs> if you can, if you can let me name my uh my my honorable. Go, go for your honorable yeah, yeah, mentions. Yeah. So okay, Tyrese Halliburton in Sacramento has been phenomenal for a rookie. He's that he's already come in. Choice. No, he's coming in and played like <laughs> the Kings don't miss Bogdan Bogdanovich at all. Bogdan Bogdanovich, contrary to Caleb Lynn's opinion, is a good basketball player. <laughs> and he stepped, Tyrese Halliburton stepped in and basically filled that role for the Kings. So like they they fucked up by not trading him to the Bucks. <laughs> they bucked up, if you will. Ah, uh, I got him. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, they've lost Bogdanovich for nothing and it didn't matter. So that's I think that's huge because Bogdanovich is a veteran and Halliburton's a rookie. And then for my third guy, I had Emmanuel quickly. He's been really good for the that's Knicks, fair. and he should be playing more. It's the ridiculous. I mean, Tibbs, I agree. JD, we know the Tibbs experience. It's shocking that he's even playing twenty <laughs> minutes a game. I mean, he's been yeah, really he good. Yeah, hasn't run Knicks. him into the ground yet. It, you well, know, that's all. That's probably what's going to happen next year. Not playing those right. Luau Dang minutes. And I, I just want to make a quick point on Lamelo Ball, though, and, and I think Stephen A. Smith said this, and he, I think he's right. Lamelo Ball is the player that Lonzo Ball was promised to mm-hmm. us, right? Everything like I know there was a lot of a lot of skeptics on Lamelo Ball. I was one of them, right? But but the more I watched him play. Uh, like before, like just watching some of his film and, and tape, it was like, you know, this kid can actually like play like, and it looked like he belonged at, like for me, when I look at Lonzo ball, sometimes it looks kind of awkward when he's on the floor, but like with, with LaMelo, the game just kind of flows through him. Like he lets the game come to him and he, ju- he just makes the right play. I don't, he, yeah, he's got a little razzle dazzle pizzazz to his game, but <laughs> He makes the good play. Sometimes he just makes it look a little bit prettier. The the thing is, I like it. The the thing is, it's all simply about aggression. Lamelo goes out there looking and knowing he's going to make a play. Yeah, Lonzo is not aggressive enough. The nights where he aggressive, it's without a shadow of doubt. We'd be like, damn. This dude really a baller, but then it's other times where it's like, do Lonzo want to be on the court? D- does Lonzo really want to play basketball? Yeah, do you just want to go rap, bro? Like, if yeah. you don't do that, like that's cool, you know. Like, go <laughs> but, for it. But I, I'm not gonna lie, man. I I love when Lonzo out there aggressive. I'm, I'm I love Lonzo Ball to be honest. I really I really like Lonzo. All the skills he brings to the table, it's just. Can you be aggressive every night? And that's that's the that's the simply the difference right now. You see, Lamelo, Lamelo is the most aggressive rookie in the league, easily. Yeah, and the fact that he's been doing this with two other ball dominant guys. I know Devontae yeah. Graham's been out, but still, 
that's even more impressive. Looking back on it, he should have been the number one pick, honestly. He should have been. I ain't going to lie. As, as much as we praising him right now, player of the year goes to Anthony Edwards, number one pick. Oh, yeah. It does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the player of the year. That dunk. I had, yeah. I had to shut him out. I had to because he wouldn't go oh. get no love no other way. Hey, I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> He's been good. He just is, you know, young. He so, just okay. plays for Minnesota. So I just pulled up a random <laughs> stat, right? So um, and Basketball Reference has a subscription as bad page as called Detroit. <laughs> Stathead. Oh, worse. Oh, worse. I love Stathead. So oh, okay. Stathead's good. So I pulled up um, how many guys in their rookie year have averaged – 20 or six oh, greater than 16 points a game and greater than 1.6 steals. I didn't do the six assists and six rebounds because that would have taken out a lot of guys. Right. But David Robinson, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Chris Paul, Terry Cummings, Anthony Hardaway, um, Grant Hill, LeBron James, Paul Pierce, Steph Curry, Allen Iverson, Isaiah Thomas, John Wall. Um, Lamelo should be on here because that's what he's averaging right now, but he's not. I got to wait but, for the season to be done. I mean, like that's the kind of company he's in. And he's shooting like 45% from the field. He is not your typical rookie, folks. He is really good. Like, he's jumping passing lanes, like, at an elite level. He's really good at finishing, way better. He's way more confident in a shot than Lonzo is, and that's the difference. Like, Lonzo just... He's played professionally. Yeah, and Lonzo... <laughs> Lonzo's Quote, scared unquote. to go inside because he's scared to shoot foul shots. And it's frustrating because Lonzo... You know, has a good three-pointer, but his free throws, he's one of the worst free throw shooters in the league in a league that includes Andre Drummond. You know, in a league that includes Dwight Howard, he's one of the worst. I blame J.J. Reddick. He ain't he ain't taking them down there, teaching them like <laughs> Ray Allen did LeBron. J.J.'s no Kyle Corver, folks. J.J.'s uh, too focused on his podcast. Look, I'm going to say something that I don't think has ever been uttered this sentence. Uh-oh. The Hornets? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Made a genius pick. Oh, oh, he's giving props to Michael Jordan. I know we've crapped on Michael Jordan as an owner, like extensively on this network, but this one worked out. No, they made okay. a genius pick because what hey, other player Michael in the draft Jordan took it personally? Mitch Kupchak has <laughs> yeah, done he did. A, like he did. They've done a really good job of drafting since Mitch Kupchak got to Charlotte. Like Miles Bridges, really good pick for the twelfth pick. PJ Washington, Washington, really good mm-hmm. pick. Um, the Martin twins. The Martin twins have been productive NBA players. I Devontae like Graham, all, Devontae Graham on the scrap them. heap. Yeah. Who would have thought Terry Rozier would have been fun? Their worst two players are their centers right now, and their centers aren't terrible. Like the the Charlotte is yes, if Charlotte upgraded that center, I think they'd be a legit playoff team. I think they're that good. <laughs> but Yambo's <laughs> like Bryce. I know we, we made a joke about Biombo. He's actually been good. Yeah, Biombo and uh, the uh, insurance salesman, Cody Zeller. They've actually been good. One's missing a hairline. One's missing offensive talent. What, are, what can uh, you do? What can you do? But, <laughs> yeah, Charlotte's in really good hands right now. And I want Devontae Graham on the Clippers, but that's neither here nor there. Um, because they don't need Devontae Graham. You might as well just get rid of him and just honestly ground. I agree. I, and I, I had mentioned that we did some NBA pods a while back. I, I thought it was time to get rid of one of them or get rid of Terry Rogier. No, Terry's really good. No. But there, I don't think there was any other player in this draft that would have melded so smoothly with uh, – Washington all. and Bridges, who you could make a case of the cornerstones of the franchise. Yeah, right, and they're explosive guys. They're explosive guys. So, I mean, having a guy that can distribute the ball like that really helps. Yeah. Airbnb for uh, Ball and Bridges is one of the best nicknames in the league. <laughs> I, I'm down with that. I haven't heard that. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. The sh- like, like, I, 
I got a good nickname for uh, for an award winner here later. All right, that I, that I found right. on Basketball Reference. We spent a lot more time on well, Rookie of the Year than I think we wanted to. So yeah, we'll let's move go on to Coach of the Year. Oh, and I'm excited I, for this. This could be some. Uh, this could be the most variety. I think had. so too. I think so. So I'm gonna throw it to Bryce first, Coach of the Year. Yeah. So um, if you know his story, I think this becomes a little more significant. <laughs> And it really resonated with me. And I just think he's done a heck of a job coaching. Um, my coach of the year is Monty Williams. I like Monty Williams again. Like, yeah, his, his wife passing away, really tough time. Uh, take goes into the crap show. That is the Phoenix suns. Right. And uh, we saw what he did with them in the bubble last season. They went on that miraculous run. Uh, Devin Booker got, a lot more respect. It was building, but he got a lot more respect. They add Chris Paul this season. Uh, you know, DeAndre Ayton is coming along. They're building something out there. And Monty Williams is the right guy. I've always liked Monty Williams. I like his demeanor. I like his leadership ability. Um, I like his attitude towards the game of basketball. Give me Monty Williams, man. I think he deserves it. Heck of Great a guy. mentor. Heck of a coach. Great yeah. mentor. Love him. And, and Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges, like those yeah. picks were shat. Like not Mikhail Bridges because the six. No, the Cam good. Johnson pick was bad at like, the time. Oh, well, you're time, saying you don't like the Zaire Smith trade, Alex? <laughs> the Sixers. <laughs> if you just go through a list of the guys oh. they've traded, like just before 2018, if they kept all those guys, oh my God, they would have a super team right now. Like. <laughs> Alongside, it'd be Dario Saric, Mikhail Bridges, um, Markel Fultz. Obviously, I don't think Fultz maybe would have worked out the same in Philly, but um, no. I mean, J- Monty's a great choice. I think Chris Paul has a little bit to do with it. I think Chris Paul changes your culture everywhere he a goes. Lot to do with oh, absolutely. absolutely. Like, absolutely. They're playing like the way they're basically the Thunder last year with Devin Booker, and that's terrifying. <laughs> like, Oh, this yeah. I'd rather have this team than last year's Thunder team. As much as I loved how Gallo and SGA played last year, I'd rather have this version. <laughs> I, you hit his there, funny bone. You hit his funny bone with Gallo. Gallo was great last year. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a controversial statement, guys. He was good, JD. You can laugh at him this year all you want. I don't care, but last year he was good. It's in it's the playoffs. I mean, listen, and they still almost won that series. I know that's the damn thing about it. And y'all still chose Houston the next round versus. All right, all right, we're gonna hop off this train, but (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. The team, they believe they believed in small ball. Small ball is gonna win them. Is gonna beat LeBron James. Oh man, y'all just hey, if you believe. if you're picking uh, in the Nets, you're making the same argument. I just want you to know. Oh, no, that's too funny. Uh, come on. This is a different type of small ball. It's Kevin freaking Durant, Kyrie freaking Irving. Kevin Durant right, hasn't played on. Harden. KD, seven on. feet. All right, JD, you go next. I want to see who you got. Um, it's, it's a difference in what I said earlier. You know, I gave executive of the year because of the name because of the moves made and coach of the year is going to doc rivers because oh, brett brown completely shit the bed <laughs> brett brown is the reason everybody said can they play the game to shut y'all ass up y'all ain't say this no other year but last year why because they were standing ass to al horford <laughs> they they tried to make matisse tybal and josh richardson shooters 
They, they shake went Milton. They, shake, shake Milton's they, actually good. Shake like, is good. Shake I like Shake Milton. Milton. I really do. Yeah, Brett, Jeez, Brett, that's the wrong J. Rich. That's the wrong J. Rich. <laughs> <laughs> huh? What? And you look at it this year. Blocking the back this year. <laughs> Doc Rivers got them some shooters, and it's game over. Uh, I mean, so Doc Rivers for me. Doc Rivers was my second was my second choice. So my third choice was James Brago of the Charlotte Hornets. This team is just they have no rights to be as good as they are. And part of it's Lamelo, part of it's Gordon Hayward having a bounce back here. And part of it is that James Brago realizing that this team has like no defensive talent other than the Martin Twins <laughs> and playing a shit ton of zone. Like I don't Wait, have the exact. This show, is this your pick? No, no, no. This is my third pick. Uh, honorable mention. Uh, honorable, honorable like honorable mention. Uh, I mean. My coach of the year is Quinn Snyder. I think he's been great. Like, I mean, yes. no, but they're this is my last jazz pick. They're running like a machine. Like on offense, this team gets open threes. The ball movement is superior. Like, I mean, they move the, the ball incredibly well. There's four shoot. They, they perfected the four out one in system that um, Houston was trying to run when Capella was there. Like if Harden was surrounded by this team, I I've seen it in Orlando first with Dwight. But they run they run it better than anyone I've ever seen run it. Like it's just open shots all the time, and someone's gonna get an open shot. They're bombing threes. Like they're leading the league in threes attempted. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so. but can, can, can we can we just take a little second to understand that Utah is one of the teams that didn't have to deal with none of the COVID mess this year. Like literally everything that happened with every other team, Utah has not had to go through. The Lakers I'm missed Dennis Schroeder and Bayern. I'm the Lakers missed Dennis Schroeder for one week, J.D. Okay, Anthony Davis was gone too. Listen, I'm What's gonna be new? honest. What is new? Let, let, listen, let's just let's just let's just stay facts here. All teams that's that's competitive and contenders has beat you. All, all the competitive and contender teams has beat Utah. Oh, wait, 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 No, 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 no. In your game that you brought up for Ben Simmons, do you know, you know who won that game, JD? <laughs> do, you know who, do you know who won that game? That's right. Yeah. Did Joel and B play? Did Joel and B play? You hyped, up that, per- play? You hyped up that performance and they lost by 11. Listen. <laughs> Jordan Clarkson had 50. Exposed. Exposed. So? Jordan, Clark- Jordan Clarkson. If Ben Simmons had 50. has 42 and I lose, if I'm the coach and Ben Simmons has 42 and I lose, I'm resigning the next no, day. I, I don't I, give a fuck. I talked about, I talked about Ben Simmons. Killing Gobert. I said nothing about nobody else. MB didn't play. Why would I sit here and talk about the team? I talked about one on one, the center matchup of that game. I'm not finna sit here and say, I'm not gonna sit here and think Philly gonna win without MB. Who the hell would say that? But I do. I did. I did see. I did see healthy teams beat them. Miami just beat them. For the first half of the season, he's been the coach of the year. They're twenty-seven and nine. Like, I mean, I don't think I, this is that I, hard. I know you hate the Jazz. They're twenty-seven and nine. I'm, They're I'm, not- I'm just, I'm just saying, you got to take into account they didn't have to go through none of the same situations. Nobody else, which, which is a great thing. The COVID situation. I mean, they learned last year when Rudy Gobert was a dumbass. They found a, 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 a secure, safe plan last season. Well, let's Keep be real. There's Gobert nothing to- away from everyone. 
there's nothing to go out and do in Utah, so it's pretty easy for them to stay in their to okay, stay in their Draymond. houses. A- right, ask Vernon Maxwell; he'll tell you. <laughs> Vernon Maxwell has my favorite Twitter account. <laughs> he's just always is like, "I'm sorry, Utah fans. I didn't know y'all had internet out there." It's all time classic, <laughs> all time classic. But listen, I just think Utah has been the best, like the best team so far in the first half. Do I think they're the best team in the actual league? No, I think Brooklyn, LA's. Probably Denver is better, right? I don't know if I would say Phoenix is better than the Jazz, but that's that's we'll see later if they, they match up in the playoffs. I mean, they're pretty matched. They're evenly matched. But listen, I just think Utah's been the best team for the first half of the season. They move the ball better than everyone else. They're just a well-coached the team. team. They've been the luckiest team. I mean, debatable. I mean, They've been the luckiest team. They no co no COVID to none of your big play, big name guys. Again, there's nothing to they, do in Utah. Why would they, they catch? What would they do to go catch COVID? They they kept Rudy Gobert away from everyone. Like <laughs> we seen what the dumbass did last year. They learned. We know. We know. That was, that was last year. This is this year. Give them exactly. credit. No, I'm saying it's because well, they learned but that JD, they didn't have the same situations JD, as everybody else. They're, they're also a veteran. Like, I mean, I get what you're saying. They're also a veteran team, though. Like, Donovan Mitchell's like the youngest guy on the team that's not that's actually playing, and he's like 24, 25 at this point. Like, this is a young team, or this is an old team. Like, Boyan's old. Rudy's been in the league for eight years now. Like, Joe Ingles is old as fuck. Um, but Mike Conley's been in the league since we were in elementary school, right? So these guys, this is a veteran team. So of course they're not getting COVID. They're smart. Well, here's my pick. And no, the, the it coach was just of the year, a couple months ago, they had it. Coach of the year, I think, uh, is kind of it's not wide open this year. I think you can pick a lot of guys. Uh, but my pick might turn some heads, and, and it's Luke Walton from the Kings. Luke Walton. No, stop, <laughs> stop it, stop it. I, I knew he was about to make a joke stop as it. soon as he said, turn some heads. Stop. No, my pick, and he's not going to win it, but he's my pick, Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich. Interesting. Some are saying this is Greg Popovich's best coaching job. Listen, this team. Shout out to If you look at this team. Just look at its roster. This team has no business being in the playoffs in the West. No business. And here's the main reason I'm going to give him this. Again, it's not going to happen, but here's the main reason I'm giving him the nod. LaMarcus Aldridge has either been ass or has not been on the court. And honestly, you can't even tell if he's on the court when he is actually out there. He's been so bad. On paper, he's probably their second best player just by name. And he's just been horrible. He's been horrible. And now he's going to leave. I think he's washed. But we've seen marked improvements from three guys, uh, Murray, Walker, and Keldon Johnson. So uh, yeah. I think they're actually going to make the playoffs. Uh, they will. Doing this with DeMar DeRozan, you know, people thought he might have been washed. They just too uh, – he wasn't good enough for the West, and now here he is. So That's another guy. He could have won most improved a couple of years in a row now. He's been fucking great since he got to San Antonio. I don't know what it is, but um, just real quick before we move on <laughs> – <laughs> so I have cleaning the glass pulled up. Jakob Pertl's point differential is oh, plus no. eleven. It's plus eleven point five. Please. And er, like when Dylan and I did the Spurs week and we had JD on, <laughs> JD wasn't his differential like twenty or something. In like twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> like his differential was crazy. Like because well, Marcus had been that bad. So thank goodness that they're letting Jakob Pertl play. Jakob is good. Yeah, Jakob can play. Definitely a Spurs guy, for sure. Well, guys, our penultimate award. 
Defensive player of the year. And I'm going to swing it to AB first. So, okay. So I will, I will preface this by saying if AD was healthy, he would be my third spot because in honorable mentions, because he is, even though he's been a down year for him, he's still incredibly important for the Lakers, but just because he hasn't been healthy, Rudy Gobert is my third spot. And then my second spot is miles Turner. And then my first spot is Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons to me is by far the best defensive player in the league. Like it's not even close. He is. It's not even close. No, he can guard one through five. Like he is the only not close. It's not close. Bro. It's not close. He's the by far the best defensive player in the league. Like he can guard one through five. Bryce can't root for a more. You guys. He he shut down Dame Lillard. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, some of you might already know this because I might have already spoiled it for some people. Um, Dame is very high on my MVP list, and he shut down Dame. Right. Locked him up. There was one week. Right. The week before the Sixers played the Trailblazers and the Trailblazers blew him out 121 to 105 without Dame. Right. And then the next week and because Simmons didn't play. Simmons didn't play in that blowout loss for the Sixers. The next week, Simmons and Lillard are both playing and Simmons just eats Lillard for lunch. I can locked up Luca. He can guard Luca. He can. He's the guy I would trust. I would trust him on basically everyone but Joel and Jokic. <laughs> like. Jokic, I, I mispronounced his name. I don't know why I mispronounced his name, but um, I would trust him on basically everyone but those guys. And that's not a real something. fan. You're not a real fan, maybe. If you you're a casual, casual. <laughs> casual. <laughs> Caleb Lynn hates you now. You don't watch the games, maybe. Come on. Yeah, you're casual. <laughs> Listen, K- I think Caleb Lynn hates you now. We know he's really a Denver guy. Simmons, Simmons was on my third team All NBA, and, and it was mostly because of his defense. Like he is just he's. Listen, Joel is their MVP, and he might be the, my MVP of the league. I'm not going to spoil that right now, but Ben Simmons is their defensive MVP. He can do everything. He covers for so many mistakes for everybody, and it's not even close for me for Ben Simmons for Defensive Player of the Year. All right. JD, who you got? Ben Simmons. Well, I've said it on this show every time we talk about it. I'm not going into much uh, more. It's Ben Simmons. All right, Bryce. I, you know what? I'm going to take every opportunity to to defend my guys and oh my, my guys gosh. alone. I'm going with Miles Turner. He does not I get ha- enough respect. He all doesn't right, get all enough. All right, all right, all right. He doesn't. Three point right. four blocks a game. He averages one steal a game for a center. That's okay. Embiid, take bitch. that to the bank. Okay, I'm, I'm not talking about that right now, JD. He absolutely that's, is, but I'm not talking Embiid, about bitch. it. Three point four blocks a game. Take that to the bank. I respect him. I, I would like love to, four for a long time. I would like to interject that I just respected him by having him second in my rankings over yeah, Anthony Davis the, and Rudy Gobert. More than the NBA, the NBA refuses to recognize Miles Turner. Miles Miles Turner's uh, existence, man. It's just yeah, that's true. They got Jamal Murray in their uh, first like, team all defense this year. They Bro, have, what? Uh, him and LeBron. They have old Marcus Aldridge on the all-NBA defensive team over, <laughs> over Miles Bro. Turner. Yaka Bertle. Oh. Hey, give me Miles Turner for defensive player of the year. Give it to him. Well, my defensive player of the year. Zach, if if you don't pick Miles Turner, you're not a real Pacers fan. You're a casual no, he No, no he, that, Zach, go follow it. Zach, ma- think Miles Turner. Go ahead and be a casual, Zach. It's fine. Miles, is Miles Turner Zach? My defensive player of the year is none other than Miles Turner. Yeah, 
baby. Yeah. <laughs> Pacers fans stick together. Homers. Yeah, baby. Oh, no. All obje- all, I'm the king of objectivity. If anyone who listens to this network knows. <laughs> totally <laughs> objective. Totally objective. You look up a picture of objective. In, <laughs> you look up a picture of objective in the dictionary, and Zach Griffith's picture is the one right next to it. And when it comes oh. to the Academy Awards or NBA Awards, I'm always objective. Very or Doctor Strange appearing in WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's totally embarrassing. He's not getting talked about it more. I know you said you had him second, but like, if you watch ESPN for some reason, that he's not even on the radar. He's leading the league in blocks by 0.7. Like that is pretty. I've, that's got to be one of the biggest margins at this point in the season, mm-hmm. uh, ever. Totally anchors our defense, Bryce. I mean, you know this. Oh, dude, hundred percent, dude. Without him, we're fucked on defense. We're so we've seen it. The, the games he yeah. missed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 100%. I'm gonna be honest. Nobody shit on him on this network more than I have. Nobody. And this is the miles I've always wanted to see. Just some consistency. That's all I've ever wanted from him was consistency. I'm finally getting it. Still want some more rebounding from him. Then then it gets no respect for consistency. But this is the best I've ever seen him play, and it's not even close. It's not even close. So let me let me rebut real quick. Just just uh just the counter real quick. Um, the only difference for me. For between Miles and Simmons, and Sim, I think Simmons is the superior defender in all contexts, except for rim protecting. I think um, Miles Turner, weak side shot blocking is, I think he's the best at it in the league. And he's the best shot blocker in the league. I would say. I wouldn't say the best because listen. Ah, no, 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 no. I'll no. take him over Rudy Gobert ten times out here's, of ten. Here, but <laughs> teams are terrified of Rudy Gobert. Like you watch, like ten listen, times I, out of ten. Here's here's my thing on Rudy. Right, I was watching just. When I, we were doing Hawks week, right? And I know this is the Hawks, but Trey Young was terrified. Trey Young, John Collins, um, Hunter, Reddish, they were all terrified to go in the paint when Rudy was in the game. Once he was out, the they young. were attacking the rim with with um with impunity. Because they're all a, young a, a, a and young, they're scared. A young team. A vet's a young not gonna do that. Like, do I think to play defense do I think Rudy ben, is Ben, ben Simmons wasn't scared? Do I think Rudy's incredibly overrated? Yes. Might Rudy possibly be the subject of my call-out corner later? Yes. <laughs> but I do think that his impact in the regular season, let me repeat that last part, in the regular season can't be denied. It's undeniable. But back to what I was saying, because I got off, off on a tangent there, the Sixers defense is sixth, and the Pacers defense has recovered to 12th. But like at one point, when Dylan and I were doing Pacers week, it was like 15th. Their defense is starting to tick back up. And I think the no training camp with Bjorkman really hurt them because if Nate, if McMillan was still the coach, I think the team would be fine. You know, all things considered because they'd still have the defensive principles there. It's a whole new coach. And miles has done a great job under the circumstances, like freelancing, learning the new system. I just think Simmons has been better personally. It's all fair. Very fair takes. We got two Turners and two Simmons on that, so that was nice. I mean, it, um, it was divided along Indianapolis lines, I'll say. Yeah, it was. It not all really came is. from a place of objectivity, always. Uh, MVP. It's not really a debate there. MVP. Without a doubt, the biggest award. And uh, pretty debatable as of late, so. Shit. JD, who's your MVP? Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. I, I, I've been saying this for a while now. I'm not going to go into what he's been doing. 
is Joel Embiid, and I will argue versus any other name said. Bryce? I'm here to incite violence. <sighs> Give me James Harden for the MVP, baby. No, no. What? You, yeah, no. baby. You I'm here to, to incite no. violence. You don't, you don't get yes. to praise him in any way. Oh, yes. No, no, oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Let me I'm explain here. Listen, listen, listen. You know, I think I might leave the Zoom call. You don't get to do it. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I do. Jimbo Slice. James Harden, baby. Ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You're doing this pick strictly for the violence, right? Like, this is the only reason you're doing this pick? So, okay, I, I'll explain that. I'll explain why I picked This is it. like you okay. picking Josh Allen for MVP. It's ridiculous. You can't I didn't it. pick Josh Allen. I, no, I would never that's what that. I'm that's, saying. That's foolish. That's, that's what foolish. I'm saying. No, he's saying, he's saying this would oh, be like you picking, it would be like him, you picking Lamar Jackson for MVP. I see. I that's see. why he's saying Ohio State was go beat Alabama. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> well, he all did right, say fine. that. Whatever. I did, <laughs> oh, I did oh, say shit. that. I have to be, I would be my guys. Here's why I here's why I picked Harden. Okay, so for me, right now, I think, in my opinion, I find this MVP race very open. I think there are a lot of great candidates in the league right now that could win this. You could Just talk two. about Joel Embiid. You could talk about Nikola Jokic. Mm-mm. Which, by the way, we're talking about two centers in the MVP race. When was the last time we did that? I would say Shaq and Akeem. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I think we we discussed that in the chat before. It's been forever. I like that. I like that we're getting that again. But what James Harden has been able to do with with the Nets in such a short period of time with the talent around him has been nothing but short of remarkable. And this is the Harden that I've been begging to see since we talked about him in, in his Rockets days. I crapped on him when he was in Houston for his play style. You didn't respect I told him. him I told yes, I don't, because the way he was he was playing was not gonna win him anything. It wasn't. And now what what listen to his averages. He's averaging 25 points a game, eight assists a game, or, or sorry, 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 eight rebounds a game, eleven assists a game. The man is almost averaging a triple double. He did. I, I like what I see out of James Harden. I love it. Shoots forty eight percent from the field, forty percent from three. I love it. Give me James Harden for the All right. MVP. All right, JD, let me start because I know I know you want to go in on him, but I, I think I'll say a lot of what you want to say. Bryce, he can't be MVP. He quit on his team. <laughs> he quit. The man quit on his team ah. eight games into the season. Uh, it worked out for Anthony Davis. Listen, cares. <laughs> <laughs> but not. But AD didn't get MV- like he wasn't in MVP consideration that season. That he he wasn't in no consideration that season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's all folks. Ex- like, listen, <laughs> Dylan and I both agreed. Okay, Harden's probably been the best guard in the league since he's gotten to Brooklyn. However, Absolutely. however, we both made the conscious decision not to put him on the first team because. Of this exact reason, he has, listen, I'm not like, you know, the super moralistic guy, you know, I love steroids in baseball, bring back the long ball. Um, I love, you know, and bring back Roger Clemens throwing bats at uh, Mike Piazza. Um, Good times. I mean, not good times for Mike Piazza, but good times for uh, television watchers. But um, (laughs) listen, I, I'm not like this generally moralistic guy, right? Like I don't, I don't usually give a fuck about like, you know, paying college athletes, right? Like whatever, do what you got to do to win. But that was gross <laughs> what he did in Houston. Like, what he did in Houston is despicable. He should not be in MVP. He wasn't in my top five 
I, I, he wasn't even in my I, top that's 10. That's a shame. That's if a I shame. Did, if I'd have made a top 10, Bryce, Giannis would have been there, uh, would have been on there ahead of, at a Harden. Kyrie probably would have been on there ahead of Harden. Like I, I can't in good conscience. Jimmy Butler would have been on there ahead of Harden. Oh, uh, come on. Played 20, Jimmy Butler's played as many games this season as James Bryce, Harden you're lucky we haven't kicked you off the Zoom call. Come on. Right? Come on. As James Harden has in Brooklyn. I so, woke up and chose violence today. Yeah, you did. Treason. Jesus you basically Christ. committed treason against yourself, Bryce. Uh, no. Uh, no. Listen. I asked for it. I, I asked for this for, from James Harden. I should reward him for that. This is me rewarding for Not him this for season. That. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm here for it. Give, 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 uh, give Jimbo Slice the MVP. All right, before I, before I go on my things, JD, rip this man to shreds. <laughs> Bryce, <laughs> you, you want to give it to James Harden? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Give it to him right now. Wrap it up. Put it. In. Give it you, to FedEx, you said, guys. you said because of what he's doing in Brooklyn. Yeah. And his numbers. Yeah. <sighs> Bryce. I'm be honest. It's easy to do that when you playing with superstars. It's sure. easy, it's, it's 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 super easy to do that when you got a system that you already know in place. It's easy to do that. Oh, but let's not talk about how it's easy. He's not being double team. He's not being triple team. You know who is Joel Embiid. You know who doing it on both sides of the ball. Joel Embiid. You know who's the number one team in the East. Who they let back? Joel Embiid. Not Harden. Harden not even the best player on this team. He's only the best player right now because KD out. But he's not the best player on the team. Now, I will say he is my number two. Two? Okay. You know, I'll take that. I'll He's take that. Number, James Harden's your number two? That, James Harden's my number two. That, that's a W for me. That's a W for me then yeah, because I know this is going to be very unpopular. I, I didn't have James, him in my, in my top five, James, and I'm insulted that both of you are going down this road. James Harden is my number two. <laughs> I, I'm be honest. Outside of what he did in Houston, yeah, that, that matters and all that. They didn't bust everybody. Only team that has beat them that's on that same level is Philly since he's been up. They have smoked everybody. I mean, everybody led by James Harden. We talked about Phoenix. Smoked them. Clippers smoked them. Lakers smoked them. By smoked them, you mean James Harden flopped on a Kalia layup. Then, yes, they smoked them. Yeah, the second game. I watched both. They 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 just won the first game. Second game? James and the first, the first game Kevin Durant played, too. But the second game, yeah, Harn flop. Kawhi, my guy, we know that. But Is I'm that an honest. MVP play to you, Bryce? I'll hey. be honest. Hey, he did what he had to do to win. Hey, and, and see his stuff like that. MVP. Kawhi should have flopped, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know how many MVP votes Harden will get, but I am told uh, Ronald McDonald will be casting his vote for James Harden and then. Oh, hey. Uh, what about Pennywise? Uh, yeah, come on. <laughs> what about Pennywise, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> um, not that kind of clown. Okay, listen. So based on the way this this has gone, I'm gonna go in reverse order, and I guarantee one of you, if not both of you, are going to be pissed at me with my MVP pick. So okay. So number five is Kawhi Leonard. Listen, this man is just pure greatness at this point. He's a he's a machine. He's the wings successor to Tim Duncan. LeBron. As, as long as he's getting his credit, that's all I ask. Yeah, LeBron is LeBron. Um, 
what is there to say at this point? Jokic has had to deal with Jokic is my third guy. Jokic has had to deal with an absolute mess of a team this year, and he's been in phenomenal shape. I don't think he's been as valuable oh, no. as Embiid. <laughs> it's this going where I think is going as Dame is your MVP. Oh, hell yeah, no. baby. <laughs> I, hey, I'm cool with that, man. I'm cool with that. Baby. All right. All right. So let, let me let me let me go. Let me keep going. Let me keep going. <laughs> Alex uh, screen tested this pick with me and it, it, it was received very well. <laughs> so, OK, oh, so. So, yes, Embiid is my number two and he listen, Embiid has just been a monster this year. This is by far his best year. The thing that sticks out about Embiid is just the fa- amount of free throws he's drawing. He's basically doing a James Harden impression Bad at the center. Man. You know, like, but listen, Dame. Oh my God, man! Come on, baby. This team. All right, let me pull up the standings, okay? Because this team has no business being in the fifth seed. They have no business being twenty-one and fourteen. They're they're five and a half games behind the Jazz. CJ McCollum's only played thirteen games. Nurkic has barely played. Melo's been probably their third best player. By the way, Melo, a guy I seriously consider in the runner-up for uh, six man, but. Didn't give it to him because I think Boucher's been better. But their second best player this year has probably been Covington. And if Covington's your second best player, usually that spells disaster. Hey, hey, hey don't disrespect Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent's like, listen, this team is good. full of guys. What about are- Jokic Light, Nurkic, Bryce? Hey, don't you hate on Nurkic? I'll hate on him when you say he's Jokic Light. I, I stand by it. I don't back down. Well, you need to back down. I've, I've, Jokic, I've, is a, Jokic is a top. 10 player in the league yeah, and Nurkic is a top legal team. Nurkic is a dollar store. Joakim Noah. Um, <laughs> wow. JD, do, do you disagree with that comparison? Nurkic being dollar store. Joakim Noah. Wow. I, I, I agree with that, but j- just finish. Cause I've, hey, I got some for hey, you. Can, for can your we respect uh, Enos Cantor too? He's been please. double, can, double machine. Cantor's been 2020 up right it, before the all-star break. So, okay. Here, here's a comparison. I think all three of you guys Phoenix. will appreciate. All three of you guys will appreciate this comparison for Enos Cantor. Enos Cantor is the Tim Wakefield of the NBA. You're, you can count on to throw 200 innings. And then when the postseason rolls around, he is in your bullpen and he is probably not coming out of the bullpen for you. So that that's Enos Cantor's comparison for me. Hey, I got I got Enos Cantor in fantasy and I got Dame in fantasy. All I know is I get points. So that's all I know. Listen, Dame, <laughs> they're throwing a shit ton of like different coverages at him, right? Like he's being triple teamed basically every time he runs a pick and roll and it doesn't matter because he's so good at dribbling out of it. He can get to wherever he wants on the floor. Like he is amazing, right? And he is a great passer. He can make his teammates so much better. I j- listen this team has no business being fifth in the West oh, right no. now. The no. West is, listen, if Portland was in the East, they'd probably, they'd definitely be the fourth seed and they'd have a better, they might be the third seed because of how poorly Milwaukee's played so far in terms of where they were last year. Like Portland to me is just, listen, Dame has no business. This team has no business being the fifth seed and it's 150% because of Dame Lillard. So that's, that's my case. JD, rip me to shreds because I know that's what you want to do. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> Listen, didn't he just say earlier, Bryce, that his MVP got locked up by one man? Yeah. <laughs> my MVP can't my MVP can't be locked up by one man. That domination is gonna rain. That terror rains down. And second of all, 
let, let's talk about let's talk about why they the fifth seed in the West. Let's talk about the teams they're ahead of. Denver hasn't been healthy all year. Okay, cool. They not performing. Oh no, Gary Harris the, has been hurt. Um the 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 the, 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 Spur, <laughs> the Spurs. Ooh, the Spurs. Damon's better than the whole roster. Um Dallas. Ah. Uh, Dallas was seven seed last year. Did we really think they was gonna jump top four? Um, the Grizzlies, <gasps> Memphis. Isn't that the team they beat out last year for the spot? Okay, ten. Golden State. Oh my gosh. Oh, Jeez. oh, some somebody somebody. They're better than Golden State. They don't they don't have. It's Golden State. It's it's Steph Curry, Draymond Green. And who else? Are you yeah. hating on Damian Lillard right now? I'm not hating on Dame, but he he's saying he better not be. It's Dame time. Baby. Listen, I love Damian Lillard, but MVP over yeah. over MB, I can't I can't do that. I Listen. can't do that. We talking about you said they have no business being fifth seed in the West. Is okay. Then let's keep going. The Pelicans. I'm not going in on them ass. They they losing right now to Minnesota. They're probably on, on TNT TV. this week. Yeah, they, yeah, baby. <laughs> they losing. They they losing right now to Minnesota, the worst team in the West. That covers two teams. They better than the Thunder. Okay, the Kings. Uh, Houston. Oh, let's the only team that they <laughs> the, the only team that they better than right now by one game, by half a game at that. It's Denver. Nobody else shocks me at all. But could you tell me that Philly would be number one in the East, led by Embiid, when Kevin Durant was healthy? Listen, okay. You don't make any wrong points. My counter to that is the Sixers play in the East. Let's go through the East standings since you wanted to play this game. All right? Okay. 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 Let's do that. Let's do that. (laughs) Okay. And you just tell me... If they played in the West, where this team would rank? Okay, this version of the Boston Celtics, okay, they suck this year compared to where they were last year. Yeah, they this, suck. This version of the Boston Celtics, the Sixers own them every single time they played them. Okay, the Knicks. <laughs> God, what a fucking joke that they're the fifth seed, right? Like, so we this, go, we 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 go start at fourth. Well, that's what you're basically doing, like. I started. I started based off where um, Portland was. If we go start with Philly, let's start no. from, from the top since that's where they are. Well, what I'm doing is comparing the Eastern Conference to the West. Miami's the fourth best team in the conference. They had to deal with a lot of COVID shit. Where, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like, I don't think that this is a controversial take at all. And they bust um, Utah ass. Charlotte is the seventh seed. If Charlotte was in the West, they'd be where the Kings are. I love the Hornets, but they'd be where the Kings are. Toronto is just a, a fucking shell without Ibaka and Gasol because mm-hmm. they, they don't have any center depth. Mm-hmm. So And Siakam, not a first option. Levine, Levine is kind of a one-man team at this point. I know he's not a first option, goddammit. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I was, I, was, I was just, you know. Just bonafide. Talking. You forgot bonafide. In case you were wondering, the Pelicans are, are on ESPN on Sunday night. Uh, <laughs> nothing new. If hey, you want to see play? their, their latest loss, they play the Clippers. If you oh, oh, yeah. Kawhi's about to tear that out. But anyway, Again. Continue. continue, AB. Okay. So the Pacers have been ravaged by injuries this year. They're missing TJ Warren and Karis LeVert, two guys that would make a, that are like 
responsible for like 35 points a game combined right so they'd be getting a lot of firepower back once those guys come back mm-hmm. atlanta atlanta's been really bad this year washington is the 12th seed which tells Hawks you all been bad? <laughs> washington is the 12th seed which tells you all you need to know about the eastern conference Floyd Pierce? and then cleveland orlando Gallinari? travis Schleck? The, the only team that's Schleck. as bad as those bottom three teams <laughs> in the west is minnesota oh. like maybe i'll throw in i'll throw in houston in there too but that's it like if the kings were in the east they'd be a top six seed because they are way more talented yeah. than half these teams like yes. the, the bottom of the west conference like hell this version of the rockets with john wall and eric gordon without christian wood would probably be in the top 10 of the eastern conference the east is absolute ass and yes, Joel is doing a great job. And I listen, he was second. I respect him a lot. But I think that what Dame is doing in the tougher conference shouldn't go shouldn't go ignored. And I think a lot of people it, are going to sh- ignore it. it. It shouldn't, but I'm just saying one man can't can guard my MVP. Yeah, hold on, hold on. I'm, I got, I'm curious. I, th- Zach, I, think, I think that's important. Zach, who's your MVP pick? Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Come on. What do you mean, come on? Come on. So wait, okay. It's, it's Incoming the knee injury. Incoming knee injury. And look, 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 look. Inbound. Look, look, look. He's only he missed did. four games, which is going to be a the- career low by a long shot. A fucking long shot. It's not even close. And and the recent ones is coming due to the COVID tracing. Yeah, so, okay. And he's finally on pace with Jokic. We always knew those two guys were the best big men in the league, the best two, you know. And he's finally on pace with Jokic. And J- JD, just just before we move on, it's two sacks you- of the ball, too, AP. It's two sacks of the ball. Yeah, and Embiid and the- has Embiid hasn't been their best player this year on defense. Yeah, I, yeah, because of Ben Simmons, but he's the team still falls apart when unstoppable is- force down there. The team falls apart when Simmons is off the floor. True. I on defense. True. I think that. Listen, Joel Embiid's defensive impact at this point is overblown. There's no, not no. Listen, I don't think he's as good as he was in like a couple of years ago. Right? Is it better than Dames? Oh, I mean, of course, but we're comparing apples and oranges here. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just saying. Um, I don't remember saying Damian Lillard was a good defender ever. I mean, he's not terrible. I mean, okay. Steph actually well, is like the only team good. Is little, like. <laughs> Except for Robert Covington. Yeah, except for Covington. Derrick Jones Jr. Point guards don't really play defense anymore. And I think the ones like Beverly are kind of overrated, right? Because Fox doesn't play defense at all. Oh, what? No. He plays defense. I mean, like, not well, but he. Brogdon. Drew Holiday. Steph Curry is one of the best superstar point guards at actually playing defense. And that's a problem. (laughs) Because, listen, I think. Well, you don't Dylan, think Dylan and I had that? this conversation too yesterday. I know JD's going to not react well to this. I know he's going to flip out about this. I think if you put Ben Simmons on the Nuggets and you put Jamal Murray on the 76ers, I think the Nuggets are a lot better. And I think the Nuggets are at, like better than the 76ers. I think they're the best team in the Western Conference. <laughs> I think Ben Simmons is that impactful on defense. Like, um, first of all, Jamal Murray don't deserve in a saint. Don't deserve to be in a saint. All right, okay, 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 okay. Here, it's here. being Simmons. <laughs> okay, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., and whoever the third guy you want to replace on the Nuggets, like that much better. Well, guys, I think it's a good time to move on to wild cards. We've hit every award, so now 
I will throw it to Bryce first. Mr. Shaddy, give us your wild card. Yes. So Michigan State has recently announced. I don't know if you guys saw this. I'm hoping not because this is just cracks me up. Michigan State has struck a deal, an advertising deal with Rocket Mortgage. So now anytime Michigan, the Michigan State Spartans are introduced, they are introduced not by just the Michigan State Spartans. They are announced no. as the Michigan State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. Travesty. That's terrible. Yeah, baby. So my question to you guys, to you gentlemen, if you had to have – if somebody introduced you and you and somebody had to say presented by, what oh. company <laughs> would you like to be presented by? Oh, God. This is, Zach, you lead off. I feel like this is a good question for you. <laughs> Zach Griffith presented by Cyberdyne Industries from Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Zach Griffith presented by uh, Oscorp Industries. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I love it. I love it. Zach Griffith presented by BNB Industries from The Wire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, uh, that's a good right. one, Bryce. This is a, this is an excellent question. Um, I went a little more practical than Zach. Alex Burr, presented by Peanut M and M's. Alex Burr okay. presented. Alex Burr presented by literally anyone who makes quiche. I love quiche. Quiche Dude, is divine. What? Quiche. <laughs> quiche is divine. <laughs> it's like egg pie. Quiche. That would be the last thing I would. I would feel like I would hear from you as dude I love quiche like, oh my god quiche you you can ask Anna Anna's my girlfriend for those that don't know Anna knows I love no food more than I love quiche like oh that's funny it's, it's my absolute favorite wow um also Alex Burr presented by I don't know Buffalo Wild Wings you know somewhere like so I, just anywhere that so serves good. wings it's fire you know I don't like Hooters though that's that's my hot take I don't like Hooters Actually, if you've listened to my uh, X-Men monologue, mine would be Zach Griffith presented by the law firm of the incompetent government officials of the Marvel Universe. Ah, yes. (laughs) Yes. They do great work. They do great work. Shout out to Keish. The Keish is like a... I'm shocked that you're Keish. Yeah, you got got that. JD, who you presented by? Yeah, JD, what do you got, man? (laughs) Um, Either Magnum or Trojan, because I'm trying to fuck with (laughs) Oh! Jerry, <laughs> trying to fuck the world, man. Oh, oh man. God! Oh, that's too good. Oh, well, that's bro. fitting because I talked about Silence of the Lambs yesterday, and there's a graphic scene where a man uh, does something involving that region of his body with it. Yep, yep, yeah. Nice. All right, now seriously, <laughs> seriously, if I was to be presented by anyone, like it. Any brand. Toretto's Garage? No. <laughs> no. It'll it'll be it'll be Air Jordan. Oh, not New Balance? No, bro. The goat needs to be represented by another goat. That's crazy. I didn't hear you say Chris Duhan's name, so I must I'll, I'll just act like I misheard you. 
Forget that guy ever played for us. That's a Knicks guy, not a Bulls guy. Too. Yeah, played for the Knicks. JD and I, it's not an inside joke because I just, JD will do like, ask me anything on Snapchat and I'll always just say Chris Duhon was the GOAT or Kirk Heinrich was the GOAT just to mess with him. And literally the same one. I, I don't receive nothing else but that from. <laughs> And I know it's AB every time. If it's anonymous, I still know it's AB. Nobody else say Kurt Hyren or Chris Duhon in life other than his family and AB. <laughs> That's why I didn't call it an inside wow. joke because I just barrage, I barrage him. So, um, Zach, who's going next for the wild card? Uh, we'll throw out the JD. What's your wild card? So... Y'all know me, man. I look I into look into a lot of different things, and um, man is coming in the sports realm. Ah. from boxing, oh. two in a row in the boxing community. But we have two world heavyweight, former world heavyweight champions, scheduled to um make a fight right now. They they both got the same promoters of PBC. You guys want to take a shot at who these real former world champions are? Heavyweight. Listen, Open I know Jack Tyson. <laughs> but no. I know that's probably wrong. No. No. It's it's recent memory champions. It's oh, okay. recent memory champions. Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> so they both actually lost their belts to the current champions. One being Deontay Wilder. Anthony Joshua? Nah. Uh, it's the guy that put that L on Anthony Joshua's oh, record. Oh, Andy Ruiz. Andy oh, Ruiz. No. Hey, that dude has made a massive body transformation. Shred it now. Bro, bro, he looks like If you guys haven't seen his body, y'all need to look it up. For Turns real. out if you have a budget, you, you can actually work on your body. Who knew? He, he went from looking like a potato, a, a, a real-life potato, and now he actually looked like he's an athlete. <laughs> But I, I, I'm I'm so excited for this fight because neither one of them could get a fight from anywhere else. And um, we know the controversy behind the Wilder fight. And for Anthony Joshua, the, the chump, you lost to Ruiz. He gave you your rematch. You win by decision after he knocked you out the first time. He knocked you out. Yeah, it was amazing. And you refused to give him a rematch. You you chump. You chump. But yeah, I thought that was exciting considering the fact That's that nice. uh, Wilder put put the boss uh heavyweight boxing um uh, back on the map. And you know, he been silent since the loss to Fury. But Ruiz. We haven't seen Ruiz since his last loss to Joshua. And we get to see a newly shaped Ruiz. I'm excited. Very nice. Be good. AB, you're welcome. So I'm going back out of sports. So I, I was listening to a podcast, and, you know, it's March. So everyone's doing all kinds of brackets, right? One of the brackets they were doing was appetizers at a restaurant. So, gentlemen... I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite appetizer to get from a restaurant? Oh, hell, this is easy. It's oh. fried pickles. 
Oh, oh, great choice. Okay, then I have to go with something different. I am going with Mott Sticks. That was my choice as well. That's that my choice as well. I I like um, wings. This, this. <laughs> very versatile. They're very versatile. I gotta say. I mean, there's there's a lot of different um, a lot of different appetizers you can go you can choose from, and I think that appetizers it's it's a great conversation to have. But mozzarella sticks or onion rings. Are the goats oh, of onion rings is my stats. Love onion rings. Yeah. Onion rings are those are the two goats for me. Like that's, that's nice. the MJ and LeBron of the of the appetizer game. But that, that was mine. Enough. I thought I thought it was a thought it was gonna be an interesting curveball. So I gotta give some love to calamari as well. Calamari. Hey, yeah, good. yeah. In the right setting, absolutely. Yes, yes. I've never had calamari and I'd probably be allergic to it, so I'm not gonna try it anytime <laughs> soon. Fair enough. God, the good Lord blessed me with a. I, I don't. I wouldn't say blessed, but gave me a terrible allergy to like shellfish, like oysters and clams and stuff like that. Uh, so not quiche I, though. Missing out on a lot. Fuck, fuck no. If I was allergic to quiche, <laughs> I'd rather die. <laughs> so it's so fluffy, you know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like it's eggs. So the, fluffy. <laughs> I don't like eggs is the funny part, but I love quiche. That is weird. <laughs> Right. Zach, give us some science. Give us some That's, science, Zach. No, no, uh, please, I no. I don't have any science. I, I just have some uh, praise to give. I'm going to give some praise oh. to Metronet. Metronet. <laughs> I have had Metronet for less than five hours here at the house, and it's the best internet I've ever had. Wow. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how good it is. My room is notorious for having a shitty internet connection. Full bars all of a sudden. Metronet. Shout out. Love to see it. <laughs> You love to see it, guys. You really do. Hopefully, oh, hopefully, if your if your brother has friends over for WandaVision episodes in the future, <laughs> we won't have a snafu like we had the other night. But yeah, this, hopefully not. This is great news for me, Zach. Personally, you've made my, you've made my life a lot easier, so I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> nice call corner. It's time. All right. So do we, we, we want to save the serious one for last, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, was, Bryce, you're the serious one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let me start. I'm sick and tired of Rudy Gobert's shit. All right. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. Listen, listen, you're the Jazz. Markets don't matter anymore. Kevin Durant played in Oklahoma fucking city for 10 years and was the second most popular, not maybe the second most because Kobe was alive, but one of the five most popular players in the league playing in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City should not have an NBA team. And yet they are one of the most popular teams around the country because they not only had Kevin Durant, they had Russell Westbrook. They had James Harden for a little bit. They had Tabo Cephalosha. I don't know why I threw Cephalosha in there. I just wanted to shout out Tabo Cephalosha. But like (laughs) the Thunder were a national team for a, they're not a national team now for the, for the better part of like, 10 years from like 2010 to 2016 they were always on always and then on. E- like even with Westbrook Westbrook yeah. was still like Westbrook yep. is still one of the most popular players in the league so listen market size doesn't matter the officials are not to get you despite what Zach Griffith may have you believe like <laughs> I think that they're out to get us it's him and Donovan Mitchell right listen I, you guys know I try to be objective in my analysis of basketball players. Hell, I did it with Rudy earlier in the episode. But at a certain point, 
fuck watching you and try to judge your game is not fun because you keep bitching off the court. Like it's, it's you're a good player, Rudy. You are going to go down in history as one of the best rim protectors of all time. And you, no one's going to give a fuck because you bitch all the time. You cried because you didn't make the all-star game. You bitch. You, <laughs> like it's just so frustrating that listen, I'm just sick of his shit and I'm tired. You, you get the same amount of respect that everyone else gets from the rest. Hell, you get more respect. You've won three defensive players of the. I don't actually remember know how many's won off the top of my head. He didn't but, deserve them all. But like JD, you know when you win defensive player of the year, you're allowed to get away with more fouls than you'd usually get away with. Yeah, that like or. you get more respect from the referees. So the fact that he thinks they don't get respect from the referees is patently absurd. They get they just don't have a team that's conducive to drawing fouls. Their whole system is, you know, boom, boom, boom around the perimeter, shoot, try to shoot threes. The reason the rocket system worked so well is because James Harden could get to the foul line 12 times a game. Like you guys aren't a team. Donovan Mitchell isn't James Harden and never will be James Harden. Donovan Mitchell probably isn't one of the five best guards in his own conference right now. Like he's not he like you can make an argument. SGA has been better. <laughs> Speaking of the thunder. I love SGA. So, I'm just sick of the jazz. I'm sick of their bullshit. I just want them to shut the hell up because they're a good basketball team and they're really fun for me to watch play basketball. But if you keep talking, I'm not going to enjoy it as much. Fuck Utah. Before I throw it to JD, I'll give mine because mine's not serious at all. I'm calling out JTS Brown bourbon. And here's why. You made me throw (laughs) up this weekend. You made me throw up this weekend. Bro, uh, what? It didn't stop me from drinking Heineken <laughs> right after, but uh, it made me feel better when I threw up, but I didn't want to throw up. So, JTS Brown, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, JD, your call out. Oh, well, I don't have one. Oh, oh are you okay? Wow. Hey, you well, know, some AB weeks called out Go Bear so. Forums. I, I, I yeah. really, I really haven't had much to be pissed off about. <laughs> All right. Well, I definitely got something to be upset Uh-oh. about. <laughs> we all enjoy video games, guys. Oh, but sometimes yeah. we get mad as game? heck. We we get mad as heck. Yeah, AB doesn't play video games. He's he's too busy getting that work. Spider Man. <laughs> get some in there. But. If, even if you get upset at a video game and, and you're streaming, gives you no right to say words that you, quote unquote, don't know what they mean. And yes, folks, we're talking about Myers Leonard. I don't accept that apology that he put out. I think it was I think that was misinformed as well to say that you just don't know what the meaning of that word is, I think is absurd I think it's I think it's wrong. I think it's it's indefensible. He paused before he said it. You took a long pause to gather your thoughts and throw something out there. Okay. And let me let me put this out there for, for all for all athletes, right? You know how many kids are watching you play video games? Because they see you on TV, they can't get enough of you, so we'll watch them play Call of Duty, Fortnite, Apex Legends, Madden, NBA 2K, whatever it is. You have to know this stuff. You have to to be 
a, the role model and the good example that, that yes, you have to be a responsible adult. Stop acting like a child and like everybody else in these Call of Duty lobbies that say ignorant stuff and they know exactly what they're saying. So I and and the best response that I've seen, Julian Edelman. Big props to Julian Edelman. The the open letter to Myers Leonard, even time offering time again. Right. Even offering to take him to a Jewish dinner. I think it'd be great. I think it'd give a, a good understanding. Just be better. Just these athletes, I they're great people, but they reveal a whole lot of their character when they're when they're playing these video games. And some of it isn't pretty for for some of these kids and role models. I know if a lot of parents lit, heard what what these athletes are saying on their video game streams, I don't think they they would let their kids watch them or even like be be fans of them or buy them their jerseys. I think that impacts a lot of different things. So. I think that needed to be addressed. Um, not a big fan of that. Myers Leonard, do better. Don't don't look ignorant and don't play dumb. Come out and apologize. You knew what you said. You knew what you meant. Be better. And Zach, can I, can I make a call out off of Bryce's call out? Yeah. Fuck any of you who say, oh, this is just how people talk in game rooms. Talk, he's a grown fucking man. He's almost, you know, he's almost 30. Like, there's no reason for him to be talking like this in the first place, right? Kids, I'm not going to justify it. I can understand why they say it, you know. Little white kids are little shits, right? But again, I'm not justifying it. I'm just trying to explain, rationalize it in my head. There's no absolute excuse for you using a racial slur like this. And there's no reason for like people like, oh, you just have never played in a game room before. You you couldn't tolerate that kind of length, the way they speak in the in a video game chat room, which I mean, all of us have played online. I'm sure all of us have heard how people talk online. Like, you know how many times I have been racially slurred and y'all know I talk shit. Yeah. <laughs> just, just imagine my shit talking, being matched with an eight year old little, little uh, eight year old white boy. Yeah. And like, you know, eight year olds don't tend to know better. Like, you know, it sucks that they're doing it, but I, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm just rationalizing it in my own head why they actually educated. Yeah. Like they're not like they're little children. They don't know any better. Myers Leonard is a professional athlete making $10 million a year. He paused. He meant exactly what he said. You don't know. Like you don't pause. Like you don't pause and say, oh, you know, you fucking I'm not going to say the word because it's gross, but like you don't pause if you're not going to say it with your whole goddamn chest. And that's what pisses me off, right? You could have just said motherfucker. Like, what's so bad about saying motherfucker? <laughs> like, <laughs> it wasn't a, disrespectful enough. Like, yeah, that's probably, unfortunately, it's probably the case. You just don't use that word if you don't know what it means. Yeah. And AB, I want to piggyback when you finish. All right. Let me just, let me just wrap this up again. This is very simple. Fuck you if you're saying, oh, this is how we talk in game gamer rooms. It shouldn't be how you talk. Just because that's the way you talk doesn't mean that it's the way it should be. Just because things are done a certain way doesn't mean that's the way they should be. That's generally a good life principle to follow. So, JD, go ahead. Yeah, um, I had this conversation early on today. And uh, I was talking to one of my brothers. He's like, bro, you know how they be online talking. Woo -woo. And like I was telling him, I'm Ooh. like, bro. I say, if you if you are an athlete, if you choose to stream anything, 
be mad for the shit you say. It's it's just that simple. But the fact that people saying he's playing the game, this is how they talk on the game. He has an influence. If you can't control what you say, why the fuck are you doing it? Don't don't go don't stream it then. If you simply can't watch your mouth, don't stream it. Cause cause honestly, just because this is what's going on, as AB said, it doesn't mean this is what is is right. Just cause just because and I, I've had to grow up and deal with it a lot. Growing up and you have to see things that become familiar to you. That when you go in other diverse groups and it's not as it's not as familiar to them, you realize how fucked up it is that your community is. Like like in our in our friends group, you all know I'm very open about just simple shit like how I had to deal with racism regularly at the school that we attended. How I how I have multiple people that was close to me die. These things we make normal this shit shouldn't be normal using racial slurs or anything should not be a normal for anybody so the fact that you saying you know how they talk in game first of all this online shit get people killed i know it firsthand so the fact that you saying this kind of stuff because nobody can see you and then you are athlete that's making it 10 times worse that's why that's why everybody talking about it and it seemed like it's a hailstorm. And he's getting off with a light tap on the hand. He's getting off with a light tap on the hand. And we can blame the miseducation, but at the same time, when you are ignorant to things, you shouldn't speak on these things. You can use that you do, didn't know much about it. So why would you even use the word then? Why the use a word apology. why why use a word you don't know nothing about? I've heard the word. I've never knew what that word meant. I never knew what it meant. So it would never be part of my vocabulary. You don't sit here and use words that's not part of your vocabulary unless A, you're trying to impress somebody, or B, you know what you about to say is fucked up. Yeah. There's no point in trying to be ostentatious just for the point of doing it. No. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, there's a little joke there. But, but, but can, JD, he, he simply, I think that like a lot of these terms and things that's going on online, a lot of these things are you taught these things like little kids getting online, them hearing it all the time. This is a community that they learning these kind of things in, right? Or, or you growing up and you hearing people around you, this is what you learning in your community. But at the same time, when you are really growing growing up and when you actually start to learn more about yourself, learn more about the world, you start to want to learn things on your own. You start educating yourself. You can't assume as a 29 year old man, I'm going to say, I didn't know what this word meant. So why the fuck you use it? You can't use ignorance as the reason. If you that old, you're too old for that. You're too old for that. Just be be a grown adult. Be a mature man. Be a man. Own up to it and just say what it is. And just just real quick add on, calling out the NBA and the Miami Heat for A, the the I guess, you know, collective bargaining agreement, but Kobe Bryant got 
fined a hundred thousand for using uh, um the other f word towards a referee in like 2011 or 12 and rondo rondo and Myers Leonard only got fined 50k for this, and that math doesn't add up. Like all all slurs should probably be like 250, <laughs> right? Like if you get caught saying in the public, you know, it doesn't matter which one. Um, right. And then Miami Heat, this guy isn't any good. Why the fuck is he still on your roster? Like you could do a lot better than Myers Leonard. Now I know why he's on the roster. Cynically looking at it, he is making nine million dollars. You know that nine million is good for trading for a player. Now, mm-hmm. if they, but the problem with this is who wants to trade for Myers Leonard right now? <laughs> who would want their PR to take on? You know, oh, we traded for Myers Leonard, right? Like, let's just say, hypothetically, right? Like the Rockets traded Myers Leonard, traded for Myers Leonard, and then they gave the Heat EJ Tucker, and they cut Myers Leonard right away. Doesn't matter. You're the team that traded for Myers Leonard. It doesn't make any sense not to cut him. And I would guess the day after the trade trade deadline, if he's still in the heat, he's getting cut. I, you know, you know the place where these kind of things is um said regularly by fans. Where? Utah. I don't even know if they're saying this. No, no, Utah say a lot of stuff, and I've 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 heard that it's not one racial slur, one discriminating term that you won't hear in Utah. So Utah trade for him. He fits in with the community of the fans. Then they'll release him, let him be a fan. But it it it's simply it it's stupid. I don't I don't get how you even try to use the ignorance is bliss thing. Yeah, guys, sometimes it's unfortunate we gotta use the the call out corner for stuff like this, but uh sometimes that's what it's for. So not always a, it's not a bad thing to address it. So uh Time to plug before we go. I'll throw it to AB, the founder. So, yeah, Alex Nill and Basketball Power Hour. Um, well, this week, we're going to be going back. We're going back through our rotation because it turns out the amount of time from the first week to the last week of the first half of the season was just enough to get all 30 teams in and also blow up the magic instead of talking about any of the games they played. Um, so <laughs> this week, we're going to be going back to the beginning of the season. We're going to be talking about the Wizards, the Mavericks, and the Suns. So go check that out. Um, we, we go really in-depth, and this time around, we'll probably be talking about different stuff. It'll be curious to see the direction we take it after having seen, like, a couple games each of them. But, yeah, go check that out. Dylan and I – Dylan and I also, our All-NBA pod was um, released the day before this, and before we released this. And Dylan and I actually disagreed on a lot of stuff, including Dylan may or may not have had a certain someone that you guys think is not worthy of an All-Star team on his All-NBA te- all second team. That's right. He may or may not have had Zion Williamson on a oh, second team NBA. Wow. So, oh, well, go check that out. Dylan, uh-huh. Dylan, stop. <laughs> D- Dylan, stop. What else? And, uh, JD and Bryce, I think you and I, you guys and I uh, plugged a lot of stuff on our Tokyo Drift pod that'll come out tomorrow. So, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. A lot of the same stuff. Nothing yeah. new on the horizon. Yep. Yeah. Yep. None, none, none to say. None to say there. None to say. Although, uh, JD, I got to say, I'm excited. Uh, you and your brother coming on cinema to talk about Boys in the Hood, 30th anniversary. Yeah, man. As soon as I uh, brought the idea to my brother, he said, oh, yeah, I'm in. I'm, I'm in. forward to that. Love That's Boys in the favorites. Hood, man. I haven't seen it since the first time I've watched it, so I got to watch it again. 
I, I, I literally just uh just picked up my boys in the hood shirt today. Nice. <laughs> oh yeah. Nice. I was going through some of my clothes and I picked it up. I said, you know what? How fitting is this? <laughs> One of the three most important movies of that year, I think. Uh Silence of the Lambs, Terminator 2, and Boys in the Hood, 1991 All Stars right there. So all right, guys. Uh great pod. Alex, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me and thank you for not not absolutely disintegrating me for all my takes. (laughs) (laughs) And as always, folks, thanks for listening.